Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Ladies in Leadership and on today's episode I have the pleasure uh, of the company of Mira who is joining us from Prana Coaching. Welcome Mira. Thank you Nari, thank you so much. And do you want to tell us a little bit about your platform and um, the types of people that you work with? Yeah, perfect. So thank you for giving me this forum today. Um, so I'm Mira Patel. I have, I'm the CEO of Prana Coaching. Um, I started my company about two, just over two years ago now, um, just before kind of lockdown was um, coming our way. Um, and I'm a transformation and mindset coach. So I specialize in empowerment and well-being. And so my clientele, I work with men and women um, and look to, you know, make those shifts in their mindset, you know, bust their limiting beliefs that come up and empower them to, you know, live a life um, that they want to live. Um, and that's what I do. That's amazing to hear. And just by listening to that, I can tell that we've got quite a lot in common. Uh, so it's great to work with like-minded people and hear their views. Um, so we're going to follow the usual format, go through uh, some questions, which we're both going to answer, give you our views um, and take it from there. So the first question, which is relatable to both of us being empowerment coaches, is what does empowerment mean to you? Well, this one, yeah, I, I could go on for some time on this. It really is um, you know, something I get excited about. Um, but so empowerment for me is about us as individuals, you know, standing in our power and just becoming the best version of ourselves, you know, um, and living a life that's true to our heart desires. Um, and it's about living a life that's, you know, for us. And I really, you know, when I'm working on my clients, that's what I stress, you know, it's about living life for you as an individual. You know, it's not about everyone else and conforming to what they need. It's about standing in your power, being really clear in your intentions and your, you know, you're, you've got clear focus about where you kind of want to go. Um, and I believe like we all have a voice and sometimes due to circumstances in life, you know, we may need to refine that. And um, we, you know, ultimately, it's about us feeling empowered to use our voice so we can live the life that we truly want to lead. That's amazing. I totally agree with everything that you've said there. I mean, I myself was thinking about this before the, the session today, and I was thinking, well, what is empowerment? It's such a big topic, isn't it? It means yeah. so many different things. But to break it down, I, I would say it is a, a process of becoming more confident, um, becoming stronger as an individual, uh, living life on your own terms and having control over your own life as well. Um, and with today's topic, which I'm going to introduce, uh, well, I might as well do it now. It's about all things fear. What is fear? Uh, why do we have fear and how do we overcome fear? Um, so in the face of fear, empowerment to you, it, it, to me, sorry, is not giving in to those fears so um so what do we fear so things like opinions judgments expectations social norms uh, generational patterns so um empowerment is not giving in to those things it's a sense of thriving in your own uniqueness and your individuality and speaking up for what you believe in and having the confidence and the courage to do that so um as an empowerment coach for me it's to help others to achieve that level of freedom and detachment from toxic sort of limiting patterns 
patterns and characteristics that people see in their lives to a point of like um, self-control and liberation from anything that's holding people back and truly um, being and showing up as themselves or as ourselves so empowerment is making that change in a sort of larger sphere for ourselves and for other people so that we can benefit from it other people can benefit from it from it and then seeing stories of courage sharing those stories sharing stories of example examples that we have of courage like if you see that they're scared of something that you want to do but you've seen that somebody else has done it that's an example by which you can benefit from and it gives you the courage to then take the step as well um not always the case but it, it, it's definitely empowering for people so that to me is empowerment in a nutshell yeah i love that love that Mary. yeah <laughs> Absolutely. We could talk about it all day, I'm sure. But <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. You know what? You and I, I think we can. Off, you know, we've done that offline. Um, so I'm sure we could, you know, take this a lot further. But yeah, it's so good to hear that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so the next question is, what are the common reasons that people feel fear, in your opinion? So for me, you know, the clients that come my way, you know, it's the sense of unknown, you know, that unknown territory, um, future events that, they, you know, that we don't have that control over um, strikes that level of fear up in them. Um, it can sometimes be objects, people and things, um, you know, because fear is like programmed into our nervous system, isn't it? And it, it, it's that natural instinct that we all have, you know, we're equipped with it from childhood. Um, and it's kind of like a survival instinct, isn't it? So, you know, we respond to fear through that instinct. And, you know, if we feel unsafe, we feel in danger. And that's, you know, when my clients come to me, a lot of it is fears and phobias that, come, that are coming up for them and that they, you know, sometimes it's um, a threat, you know, in terms of a physical and an emotional threat that's coming up for them. Um, and these are all things that, you know, I use a lot of um, neuro-linguistic programming, which is NLP, um, to work on these things. Um, and issues that come up for my clients. So I feel like, um, you know, the most common reason to, to feel fear is when we don't have that control. Um, and that, you know, brings up a lot of, or, or it could be, you know, a point in their lives, in their adult lives, where something's been triggered and it stems back from childhood. So it's, you know, that's coming to the surface and then it's really unpacking all of this to, you know, find a, a solution. Yeah, I totally mirror all the reasons that you've you've given, and I've I've I also had clients with similar fears. Um, mm. Just to add to that, I think people also have fears of um, failure, feel fears of rejection, and often in life when something fails, uh, sometimes people can like uh, get hold of that uh, failure and just let it dictate their future really whereby really it doesn't need to be like that if we look at it as a lesson to, to overcome and to grow and yeah. become a better person but um i've also had clients who um uh, who have fear of um, public speaking fear of standing out um fear of also fear of missing out fear of you know yes. maybe doing too much because you're fearing that you're missing out on something um uh, mm -hmm. one of the obvious ones is fear of change because um as human beings we're naturally naturally inclined to want to live and stay in a comfort zone uh, and it's really mm -hmm. hard to break out of that and 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 actually experience change um because people have a fear of getting hurt like you said the fear yeah. of unknown which is basically thinking that something bad could happen whereas it might not happen um yeah. so have a fear of getting hurt um 
also a fear of inadequacy um, is a big one a fit which means not being enough not knowing enough not having enough uh, which brings us into fear of being judged what will other people think or who do i need to impress a lot of people live by that um and yeah. make it very external about other people whereas really it should be internal because this journey is personal to ourselves it's our own journey um, and fear of being judged, like I said as well, what, what, what are people going to think of me? Um, yeah. so, and the other one, I don't know if I said it, was the fear of success as well, because um, there's another yeah. side to it. One is actually getting to a period of success and fearing everything up to that point of being there. And one, the other one is once you're there, even fearing being successful out of people's perceptions people's opinions whether that means losing people along the way because you're not resonating with people on the same level anymore you know there's so many different things that that people fear and a lot of people live in fear most of the time um and and just a little story um I heard my father speaking to his sister, just uh, we were on the way to some event uh, in London and they were talking about how they've always lived in fear in their lives. When they were young, they were fearing their parents and their teachers. Mm -hmm. um, and when they when they were adults, they were fearing their the bosses, the people that they worked for. My dad became independent, you know, a businessman afterwards, but still fear living in fear. And then they were laughing and saying, now we fear our children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard that one. <laughs> well, I was listening to them thinking, oh my God, these these people, they were having a genuine conversation. I was thinking they have actually lived yeah. in fear most of their lives and it's yeah. not acceptable, it's not okay and it's not necessary. <laughs> no, 100%. And that's where, you know, that's, it's where you want to vibe from, right? And a, a lot of us, like you said, fear comes in so many, we're just, you know, some of the things you've been through, some of the ones I've been through, you know, fear is huge. The, the, the whole topic is, you know, a big thing, right? But I'm, I'm really much, um, you know, on your wavelength on that, that, you know, what people think is the biggest one that um, I'm also coming across because that judgment or, you know, even culturally, you know, it's always about like, oh, I can't do that because what would that person think? And, you know, that, you know, that's where you operate from. And we don't want to be operating from that. We want to be operating from a high vibing place. You know, um, our frequency needs to be up there. And that's why we need to work on fear and, you know, breaking this down and, you know, taking that away. Yeah, couldn't have said it better. Because that kind of mentality totally takes your power away. Um, and you're right, especially culturally, often I think many people will be able to relate to this when you're growing up. You do hear parents saying, what will this person say or what will that person think? But yeah. really, who cares what they think? Because everybody's got their own things that they're dealing with. And rather than focusing like inwards on what's actually, are you okay? What do you need? And how can you become like better? Uh, rather mm. than living in fear and minimizing yourself and not doing things that potentially could make you happy just because you're fearing other people really important topic so 100%. i'm going to ask something per about your own personal journey and how yeah. it has shown up for you and how you have personally overcome it mira yeah so fear for me um has come up in uh, two forms you know the two big ones that i really look at so growing up i had a big fear of public speaking 
I really had to work on that because I would, it would, you know, give me the palpitations. I'd have sleepless nights, you know, I, you know, any time that I had to go into that setting, you know, through university, you know, and then onwards in my job roles, et cetera. Um, and then I realized one day I just woke up and I just, I don't want to feel this feeling anymore. It was, you know, really overtaking me and consuming me. And so for me, I knew that that was something that I had to work on. Um, and that's what I did. And for me, I used, um, uh, going back to neuro-linguist programming, um, NLP, I used a technique called anchoring. And I was able to anchor a point on my body that any time I went into that um, area of like having to speak in public, I could just, you know, just gently tap on that point that would release that, you know, that imagery of feeling confident that I could do this. And, you know, it really worked for me. And that's um, something that I really, you know, use even to today. Um, and then my other um, fear has been a fear of heights um, and that's been with me again since childhood and I'm working on it and that's now where I need this to go it, it can't overtake me anymore I really kind of you know I want to go climb a mountain I want to go do something to get over it I just want to put myself out of my comfort zone and really once and for all take this fear away from me so I feel like, you know, they've been my two um, points and they, you know, those have been triggers um, along my lifetime today. Um, but my, you know, how I've overcome them, as I said, NLP techniques, emotional freedom technique, which is EFT, which is one of the tapping that I use regularly. Um, and for me, one of the big ones is breathing. Um, and, you know, that has got me through situations where I've needed to be in a calmer state and, and you know, getting to that calmer state to enable me to do what I need to do. Um, so there's various tools and techniques that I've done. But, you know, with fear, I've always and what I always say to my clients is that we have to acknowledge it. You know, it's not something you just brush under the carpet because it's going to come back and rear its head in another way. So it's about acknowledging it, sitting with it, facing it and then coming up with a solution that's suitable um, for that type of fear that's coming up. Yeah, for a lot of viewers can actually resonate with those fears as well. Um, I, I certainly, um, yeah, I, I mirror the, the one about public speaking um, because um, when we were young, um, we weren't really encouraged to stand up in front of so many people and speak, you know. It's yeah. one of the things that I think is developed and you grow into. Um, and I remember when I was at university and the first time I had to give a presentation in front of 30 people, I I, I can't say I wasn't uncomfortable. Um, but I think um, what what really helped me with that with that was experience, just going out there into the wide, wide crazy world. Uh, I've been in the corporate world for like, you know, over 15 20 years and um i've um you know i've worked internationally all over the world and it, i've really got myself out of my comfort zone i've worked with people from all different nationalities and i've i've, I've been put in the deep end quite a lot in my career i've had bosses who i now thank which at the time i was like why are you doing this to me who, who literally said no i'm not i'm not gonna give you make it easy for you i want you to go in there and i want you to present this and really like you said once you face it it, when you mm -hmm. look back, you think actually it wasn't really that scary after all. You made it yeah. bigger than it was in your own head, and it's like telling yourself a story which isn't as which isn't true. You don't need yeah. to fear other people. So I, I agree. I've also used anchoring with quite a lot of my clients on fears that mm -hmm. they have and on myself. So it really does help. But when I thought about fear for this question, I thought you know on my personal journey, 
I've also, in terms of the personal development journey, like, ex for example, transitioning from corporate, which I'm still, um, I have st still my uh, kind of a little bit of that still going on. Um, I'm yeah. still contracting for a company, but at the same time, I'm now coaching as well. And um, this meant getting, putting myself out there, you know, um, letting people know who I am, what I'm about, uh, putting my knowledge and my skills out there for people to see, read. And on that, I definitely had some hesitation in initially in terms of fear mm. of people's opinions, uh, fear of being seen, fear of standing out, uh, fear of being different, um, not fitting into a norm, um, and, and fear of speaking up for what I believe in, fear of speaking up for what, what I believe to be true. They were definitely fears that I had. Um, and uh, I was a little bit hesitant. Shall I have an Instagram platform? Shall I put my picture on there? Shall I speak on there? You know, and this is a journey as I've spoken to so many like-minded people on their journeys. A lot of people have experienced this as well. And then, uh, um, so really it was like, that was then counteracted though, by the fear of missing out. So I yeah. had all those fears <laughs> at the same time. I had the fear of missing out and that fear became stronger because I thought I'm going to miss out on my voice, on my mm -hmm. message, on my ability to connect with um, like-minded people like yourself. My, yeah. Most importantly, my ability to, to support and help people, which is what I'm here to do, and to be my best self because I knew that if I did this, this would help me to develop into a much better, stronger uh, version of myself and it'll be a growth journey. And that's that that helped me. And then there was also something else that I heard, and this really resonated with me. And this this applies to fear of speaking as well. That if you if you put your fears to a side for a second, think about all the people that you are denying by not sharing your knowledge and your unique gifts and what you can to have to offer people. And I when I thought about that and I, I took my the focus off me and I thought if I don't do it how many people I will deny the knowledge and the skills that I have. I'm also an NLP um, coach and a, a trained life, um, master life coach. And I did all these courses and I'm thinking, well, I'm not just going to sit there and just pile up, have a certificate to say that I'm a coach. I need to get out there, and do this work in reality. Um, and, I, and, I, and, and then I thought ultimately, even if I change one person's life, that is enough of a reason that is enough of a reason to do this and get out there um, and, and also not have a fear of regret. And that's what helped me to do what I'm now doing and doing it confidently. Love that. I love that, that story, you know, and just, yeah, if you didn't do what you were meant to do, yeah, there's those people that just wouldn't have had your help. So it's definitely, and I, you know, as going back to the point on regrets, life is so short, right? Um, it's been reinforced to us so many times over the last few years. So you don't want those regrets and you've got that unique superpower. So it's got to be used. Yeah. And you know, when you probably feel this, when you have like um, reviews from clients and they t tell you even the smallest thing that because of you, I did this or I changed this. It's such a beautiful feeling. Like it's almost an emotional feeling for me um, to know that you've helped somebody. That's just so lovely. No, 100%. I definitely am with you on that. It's yeah, definitely an emotional um, time, isn't it? Yeah. So next question is, how do you work with clients to reverse their fears and to empower them? So for me, um, as I said earlier, it's about um, unpacking what's coming up for them, you know, looking at what's coming up, finding that trigger point for their fear. 
because there are always, you know, points that, you know, trigger that. Um, and then I ask my clients to acknowledge it again, not brushing it under the carpet because, you know, it's easy, isn't it? Sometimes when something comes up or we're in an uncomfortable situation or we're out of our comfort zone, it's like you just want to brush past it and get through it and, you know, um, do what you need to do. But I, you know, that's what I explain to my clients that it's going to get difficult. It will be difficult, you know, when we start to unravel things and unpack things and, you know, we're unsure exactly what's going to come up. But what I do say to them is that there will be a solution and we can work through it. And there's tools and techniques that I can equip them with to actually come through it in a better way and to be that best version of themselves. Because, you know, ultimately, when they take that step to come to us as coaches, you know, they want to make a change. Um, so for me, it's like also before that, you know, they take their action once we've unpacked it and we've done all the clearing work through different tools and techniques. Then I ask them to look at where they were and where they've come so they can see that journey and they can see how that's unfolded and evolved and they can see that, wow, they did that, you know. And a lot, like we said earlier, you know, we have those testimonies or those feedbacks from our client, but ultimately we're there as that support network and that, you know, to work alongside them. But the hard work comes from them as well, right? And so that's why I always ask my clients to look at where they were and where they've come. And so they can actually see that timeline and how it's unfolded for them so that they can move forward and know that they they can acknowledge that fear and work on it. Because, you know, that come, if that same situation comes up again, they they're equipped to know what they could do yeah absolutely <laughs> really powerful techniques that you, you do so that that sounds really good um i myself also um work with clients firstly to re reverse engineer their belief pattern so looking mm -hmm. at where the fears are coming from and like you quite rightly mentioned earlier um fears are often hidden somewhere in somebody's um upbringing or childhood or something that's triggering them that they can relate to and it's creating uh, like a network within our minds within a person's mind and then that uh, mm -hmm. creates a fear so then uh, i then break it down into sizable chunks so it becomes workable because when you work on something so large, um, it's really difficult to just maybe break it down in one session. It has to be in sizable chunks. So it's fathomable and manageable by, by the clients themselves. I also help to give um, clients an alternative way of perceiving and interpreting the information that's creating the fears in the first place. So they can yeah, from a different angle um, and that yeah. gives them reason for de to detach from holding on to that fear in the first place because that's what they need. That reason needs to be stronger than holding on to it. Right. And in order to do that, you have to have a different perspective. Um, then I also I do a lot of work on self-confidence. I help them to increase their confidence in themselves, help them to see um, things, see, help them to see the beauty in themselves, their skills, their knowledge, their experience and their accomplishments because this really helps this uh, person to start to believe in themselves once a person is confident and they truly believe in themselves they they, they will not find any justification in their own mind to hold on to a fear enough to hold them back yeah so Love yeah confidence is a huge one i do a lot of work on self-love as well because that's all another great um avenue for breaking down uh, deeply embedded fears um yeah. 
I help them to see the context of their fears in relation to the bigger picture. So the difference between, like you said, giving into the fear and not giving into the fear. Is there going to be regret afterwards? What's the, you know, looking back, how is that going to feel for them? Um, um, and then I help them to, them to detach from toxic patterns that they might be holding on to by seeing how fears are holding them back and what they are um, costing them in their lives. Because if you tell somebody yeah. that you're fearing this, but do you realize if you put it in front of them and say it's going to cost you this are you willing yeah. for that to happen most people stand up straight away and go no way and then suddenly they're willing to do anything to combat that fear which is really powerful so to powerful see. yeah mm. and then like yourself i have various tools and techniques for confidence building building empowerment using um the likes of nlp and lots of other coaching tools to help people find themselves in the midst of this busy crazy life that we live back to a place where they can fully honor themselves which means not giving into any fears love that absolutely love that thank you for sharing that <laughs> thank you thanks for your feedback but yeah it's, I, i'm loving this conversation i'm just learning so much and uh, it's great to just connect and just talk to somebody like-minded and share experiences and I, i'm sure our viewers will get a lot from this as well because it's really empowering so next, I'm going to ask you to share with our viewers some top tips uh, that people can use to combat fear. Yeah, so again, this one, you know, really was, um, I could have wrote loads on it and just, you know, really immersed myself in that this morning. Um, there are so many tips, but if I, you know, my, if I go to the top three that I would say is, you know, in that situation when you're experiencing fear it's write down what you're grateful for because sometimes it, again as you said earlier that change in perspective from that moment where we're allowing the fear to consume us and overtake us stepping away and actually writing down what we're grateful for allows us to see a different perspective on it and realize that actually that fear is you know not needed and we can overcome it um, my other one is, like I said earlier, it's acknowledging that fear, but, you know, acknowledge it in a way to thank it because it's it's showing you a lesson of something that you need to work on or overcome. Um, and then once you've done that, then you take that hand of courage and, you know, you face that fear moving forward. Um, and another one that I love is breathing. Breathing for me when it comes to fear is a, a big one because in that moment, you need to take that step back. And, you know, breathing is a quick tool and technique that enables us to shift, you know, our mindset and that um, behavior that's coming up for us. Mm. Yeah, really, really powerful and really helpful things that people can actually do in their lives. So I had a look at this and I thought, how can I basically help the viewers today what do what do i suggest as my top tips um firstly looking at what the truth is and distinguishing that from what the fear is how much evidence do you have for the fear to be yeah. justified and to be real so the truth in letting go of the fear and surrendering and trusting whatever the truth actually is yeah. um, also showing gratitude because gratitude is actually an energy for receiving so be already being grateful for what you have and be willing mm -hmm. to grow um, and increase that by surrendering by trusting and having faith um, and so um, I've, I would say basically here facing the fear itself gives you courage so it's really important for people to face their fear because fear left unattended or repressed shows up in our auto auto nervous system over time it does 
and it paralyzes the ability to think coherently as well um yeah. and we become like imprisoned by our fears if we hold on to them for a prolonged period of time so facing them is the most the best thing that we can do it's one of the most empowering practices actually to release fear and to overcome it which is to face it yeah, yeah. um and also understanding that it's not real um, and that's the gateway to the freedom of fear um not and not holding those fears inside in terms of those feelings because over time they become overwhelming for us right so uh, yeah, really definitely to and looking to face the fear the worst thing you can do is run away from the fear avoid the fear because whatever that truth is it's going to keep coming back and biting you in the bum literally um yeah, it does. Face it, facing it and if you need to work with a coach or a therapist to help you to give you tools there's plenty of us about you know you can do it um yeah fear itself empowers you and when i when i say this i mean that if you witness fear witness your own um, response to fear that will then help you to minimize its effects through self-awareness right so be aware of your fear response physically and emotionally yeah and then release the emotion uh, energetic emotional charge that you're giving it focus on letting it go and the energy behind it so like you said feel the fear breathe yeah. and then release and don't back yeah. down you know on the point of release it's i know it's an internal battle because our comfort zone wants to hold on to the fear to yeah. give a reason to hold ourselves back which is so common but when you're releasing in that internal battle do not back down yeah conquer yourself, conquer yourself and beat that fear yeah so, love that. yeah 100% I'm yeah I, I definitely and that's something as, as we've spoken about offline it's so important not to give into it because you can all overcome it everyone any fear that comes up there's a way and a means around it so um yeah and as you said there's a number of us out there you know everyone works differently but you will find that person that fits you um and you can work on it yeah, really, really beautiful. So uh, lastly, our last question is, um, what inspires you to do the work that you do, Mira? So again, yeah, you've touched on a few points earlier in one of um, in some of the stuff you said. So for me, it is about making that shift and transformation with someone. And even as, as you said earlier, if we can just touch one person and make that shift with one person, that's enough for me to like spur me on to do what I do. Um, for me, being a coach, when I decided to become a life coach, um, it was through my personal journey. And I, you know, I love the people element. I love, you know, making a shift and transformation with someone. And it's that wow moment or that aha moment that you create with them. And they, you know, something's landed with them. It's such a powerful um, situation to be in. And for me, that has been enough for me to just go on and do what I do. So I'm inspired, you know, also by people around me. You know, I, I definitely believe, you know, my journey as a coach is, you know, impacted by some of the inspiration um, and, you know, the blessings that I have around me. And so that's why I'm enabled to do what I do. Um, and that's really um, why I love what I do. Yeah. 
really nice and you often find it's a person's personal journey that have brought them to this place of of coaching and um me myself as, as well like i i was coaching part-time as well as having like an almost full-time job four days a week and i was doing that for years right and but at, at the like at the bottom of my heart i have this i had this niggly feeling that i need to do this more because i'm getting a lot out of actually helping and impacting others creating positive change but in the context of today's interview for example i'm very passionate about helping people fulfill their potential and releasing mm -hmm. one's fears is a way in which somebody can actually um reach that potential and stop themselves holding themselves back because i totally be believe that people uh, should and deserve to live a life that's authentic to them that they are in control of and by truly being themselves so i get a lot of pleasure like like yourself out of creating positive change and leaving people better than i found them um yeah. and positively impacting people um in a nutshell i mean i could say so much yeah. about that um but also creating powerful connections which i didn't really think about so much at the beginning it was more about what am i going to do for other people but i i myself i've got so much from this journey like creating yeah. positive um, and powerful connections with amazing people like yourself, Mira, mean people that I can learn from and grow from as well. So it's Definitely. just a dual, dual uh, learning and development journey for me and my clients alike. It's great. Yeah, I absolutely love that. The connections that I've made, the network, you know, it is. And you, you do learn from each other. And the, the thing that I would say, um, which I, I, I know you agree with, too, is that, you know, even though there's thousands of, you know, life coaches out there, you know, with similar niches and similar things, you know, it's not a competition with them. You know, I always say to everyone, you know, if you've got any competition, have that with yourself because that will spur you to, you know, your desire to do what you need to do. But, you know, I'm learning from so many people in a similar field to me because it enables you to grow. And that is your personal self-development journey, isn't it? And we, you know, empowering as, as our topic today is it's about working together Together, coming together and empowering each other to move forward yeah that, that's, that's just one of the things about it that i didn't expect like i said but you get so much from that and having exactly that mentality mirror which i absolutely love in people is not competing with each other because we all have something unique we don't need to copy anybody we literally have something that some people will be able to relate to and resonate with and others won't and that's okay because there's plenty of clients to go around and we can support each other in our journeys and if we do that we become stronger together don't we and more powerful and impact and there may be somebody that I, I see and think well actually I think this person would work really well with Mira and I can point mm -hmm. them in your direction and that's totally fine so yeah and I love that how it flows that cycle yeah yeah it's definitely flowing in the right direction so so yeah that brings us to the end of, of our session today I want to really thank you for your input it's been so so much any final no, absolutely loved it absolutely loved it and i as we've said you know bouncing um our ideas and our viewpoints off each other enables us to grow but enables us to do what we do so you know um we need to keep all this going and i just yeah thank you for sharing this platform today no worries at all. i'm sure we'll have another session in in the in due course in the future at i'm sure time. we will as well definitely so, yeah keep doing what you're doing you're awesome bless you and so are you i hope everybody's enjoyed today's session and got a lot of value out of it and um, if you want to contact amira where can they find you 
So you can um, DM me on Instagram. So I've got a, a page called Prana underscore coaching. And then I also have the um, Mira Patel um, Instagram page as well, where you'll see a bit more of me um, showcasing what I do. Um, and I'm, I also have a website, which is pranacoaching.co.uk. And you can get in contact with me there too. Brilliant. So uh, just a reminder to the viewers, you can find me, um, I'm most available on my platform, Instagram, which is sky high, sky high underscore empowerment underscore coach, and my sister platform, which is sky high leadership, which I do, where I do a lot of my learning and development. Uh, so please find me there, uh, website, a work in progress. I've been saying that for a while, but it takes a long time to get it up and running. Um, it does. Yeah. So with that, I'd like to thank thank you, Mira, again, and our viewers for listening and watching. And I shall see you all next time. Bye. Thank you.